Okay, everybody, welcome to the show. Happy Tuesday. For those that are here live, thanks so much for joining us. Hope everybody, for those who observed, had a wonderful holiday yesterday. And we were talking about last week, if I remember correctly, we were talking about the idea of immersion. Now, this is super important because as we think about our lives, and we think about the ways in which we can change and grow, we have to use our minds. I had this conversation the other day with somebody who was preparing a presentation. He was explaining to me that you know, he wanted to speak to the the challenges that people have. And I was trying to explain to him that you got to go with the mind. Don't start with the negative. Start with the positive. Because the mind processes negative in the back, the amygdala, and positive in the front, the frontal lobe. Just get people to see what they could be before what they're not. Right? we got to go with our minds. And a lot of what we're trying to do here is figure out how our minds are going so that we can align our minds with our goals. Right? You can't fight your brain. You're supposed to use your brain, leverage your brain. And one of the things that our brain has is this incredible ability to be where it needs to be. We know how to delve into the world that we're placed. We live in the weeds. And we spoke about this in the past a lot. So we know that. That's how it works. It's the survival mechanism. God gave it to us. That's how it is. We go somewhere and we want to be like the people around us. Mimetic desire. So then just, we got to use that. And if you're trying to grow and change, then you got to put yourself in a place where you are around people and doing things that allow you to feel things that you couldn't otherwise. This is why, by the way, conferences are so powerful. You ever go to a conference, like, and you know, for work or for people in your field, and you're just like so happy to be there, and you're like, that was amazing, and it really wasn't amazing. I'm saying, like, you you go to a conference and like you you know teachers go to a conference for a day and like the speakers were good they weren't amazing the program was good it wasn't amazing and yet at the end like there's like this bias that like things are amazing well where'd they become amazing from what's really amazing was that you were living a life in which you believed something being a teacher is important you know my company matters what I do for a living, you know, we had a, a once an event for, you know, people that worked with, with college students around the world, outreach professionals. They were living alone with their families and communities around the country. They got together. Them being together, why, why was it so amazing for them? And the answer is, is because, yeah, the program was great or good, but what was really amazing is that they were immersed in a world that they believed in. They believed in that world or they wanted to believe in that world, right? You go to a company event, like it's just, you're immersed in an environment in which the people around you are at their best and you want to believe in your company. You're, you go to an industry event, right? You go to a day where it's an offsite. Why does it work for? It's not a day off. It's because immersion, even in the smallest ways, has a big impact on you. And you got to know this. Because you got to know how to manipulate it and use it and leverage it. Now, what if you can't run around going to conferences because you got a life? So, you know, there's a great word that I saw being used. I haven't seen this 10 years ago, but they use it all the time now. It's called staycation. You know what a staycation is? It's when you stay home or stay local and you go on vacation. So you figure out, like I'm from New York staycation for me would be go into the city. It's amazing. I was part of a, a summit last week of students from all over the world. 
and they, they all came they had like the best time like it was amazing like like they went to the Statue of Liberty and they went like you know jet skiing in the Hudson I was like you could do that like there's a Statue of Liberty like I had no idea like you know they went around sightseeing and they went to the top of some big building in Manhattan and I'm like you can just hang out in Manhattan like I thought you get off the train and you walk as fast as you can to your office then you walk as fast as you can home to catch the earliest train before you start having to transfer trains and you get home like I didn't realize that Manhattan had like attractions you know what I'm saying like you could be here and be on vacation but I was like I didn't know that I live here this is vacation this is a great story I've kind of told it I think it was I don't remember I don't remember who told it but I heard it and maybe if you remember you'll remind me and I'll say it in future shows this is a great story uh, I think it was a rabbi who told this over this is really great where he and his wife went on vacation and they went to this like incredible island where you had private like huts that um, that like are like out into the ocean like you have to walk on like a bridge from the the beach to this hut in which you sleep in on the water like can you imagine how gorgeous right an island where there's no even cars and so to get from your hut to the main dining room you need to get picked up by uh, you can walk or you get picked up by like a guy with a, like in a go-kart in, a, in like a, a golfing cart right golfing cart a golf cart that's what it is so so the guy's you know going out of his mind you know he's from some big city probably from here from New York right here I mean New York and like he's overwhelmed with the congestions and the people and the whole thing and he probably rolls in and he's sitting at his on his hot looking at water going out of his going out of his mind like he's the most beautiful thing he's ever seen and he's probably walking on the island and he's saying I'm, I'm going out of my mind the island's gorgeous there's no cars it's all peaceful everywhere you look is grass and palm trees and water it's like I'm in heaven I'm literally in paradise and he gets picked up by the the, the, golf, the golf cart, and the guy drives him to campus, and he's talking to him, and he's making conversation. He goes, so what do you do? He goes, I do this. I've been here for 10 years. I live in this, you know, this area over here overlooking the water. I, I live, and like, he's like, you live like this? Like, you live in, like, the lap of luxury? Like, you eat the food out of the dining room? You, you oversee the sunset that is totally beautiful? You look up at night and see stars? Like... I can't believe you live like this. Like, that's amazing. And he goes, yeah, thank God. It's great, but I'm really looking forward to our vacation. He goes, really? So he goes, where are you going? So he goes, well, me and my wife had been saving up, and we just can't wait. We're going to go to New York. And the rabbi's like, what? You're going to leave? What? Like, on purpose? Like, no, don't do that. Like, just stay here. Give me the money and just stay here. Like, this is crazy. And the whole time, he's excited about the buildings and the and the people and the, and the restaurants and the hotels and Broadway. And it dawned on the rabbi that someone else's environment is exciting to you. It's new. It's fresh. It's different. And you forget that in your own backyard is where your treasures are buried. It's where your opportunities are. If you just realize it and appreciate it. He's running to go to an island and asking himself how he could ever live in New York. And the island guy's running to go to New York and saying, you know, I don't know why I live in the island. That applies in everything in life. The next person's life is the life that looks more exciting because you're not living in the next person's life. This happened recently where um, I just saw someone 
who I thought had it all, or did I say she did it all? And I realized there's a lot of shortcuts he took in his life. I just assumed that he did this the regular way. He didn't. Someone helped him here, and someone helped him here, and someone did this for him, and someone paid this for him. Someone was covering this part of his life. I just thought that he did it. This concept of what do I have in my house? What do I have in my community? What do I have in my life? Is a constant reminder that we need to really plow and harvest and seed the areas around us before we look over to the pastures that are beyond us. And one of those areas is in the area of immersion. This isn't just a gratitude conversation. I'm driving to this to somewhere. I want to drive to immersion, meaning you can immerse yourself probably in things that are close by. If you have a community center or a synagogue or a place of worship, you don't have to run in and run out. You can go there and immerse yourself for an hour. If you have an opportunity to study something or learn something in your community, you can go there and immerse yourself in there. When you are going out with somebody in your family or friend to a restaurant, you could immerse yourself there. You don't have to immerse yourself only when you go across the world. When you go to camp, when you're in an environment that is completely foreign to you. Those are great triggers. Those are great, as we call them, ER rooms. But it doesn't mean that they are the only things possible for you. All right, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about this next time. All right, everybody, have a great day. With God's help, I can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day. Living on a lifeline, the world doesn't ever seem to change. Looking for the sunshine, but you're caught up in the rain. It's like your eyes are wide open, but you cannot see. You're watching life pass you by like one, two, three. Walking in destruction, the winds of life blur your vision. All the devastation forever feels like you're on the run. It's time. No one else can set you free, you're locked inside, and only you have got the key.